Hello, it's me. It's a good for nothing host who disappeared for a century. Yes, 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 it's me. I am back. So you can stop hyperventilating and plotting to kill me. Although I admit I am guilty because who ditches their podcast for eight months seriously? Apparently, I do. <laughs> yeah. Although, there are reasons to that. And a lot of things have happened in my life recently, leaving me in a position where I am neither sad nor can I be happy. So, I'm caught in this limbo type of situation, which is not so bad compared to how many others have it but which is not terribly enjoyable as well yeah so there i was sitting one day on my front porch and contemplating life like you do <laughs> yeah and then suddenly it hit me i had a podcast and being the philosophical dumbo i was I started questioning why I had begun the podcast in the first place and deep down I knew the answer it was my very own kind of uh, a loneliness coping mechanism if you will because I knew that even though I had no one to talk to in that moment right then I would record a few things that I'd want someone else to listen if they wanted to and even relate if they could to what I had to say another thing that hit me was that I had my diary for the very same purpose because I wrote in my diary not on a daily basis as is the norm but when I have to say things which I couldn't say or which I wouldn't say to other people and that's how it began and that is why I'm here again today I'm here to share something that I wrote just a few moments ago and it's based on what I have been feeling recently in my life it is about all the quiet longings that we possess but which we are too afraid to express so here it goes when one cannot see one learns to hear things that are missed in the blink of an eye little things that escape perception hidden underneath shadowy veils they are sometimes caught in an unguarded clandestine whisper for better or for worse at times the truth is better heard than seen but what happens when there are no whispers does the truth then lapse forever into darkness the answer to that is quite simple or should we say simply quiet For you see, my dear earthlings, 
one is never truly alone even in complete seclusion absolute isolation there is always the crackle of wayward thoughts blossoming and evanescing like hypnotic tv static and then there's regrets like the balefully tranquil rustling of leaves before a tornado they rush through the quietude always within reach but never palpable also one's own heartbeats on settling things heartbeats one is alive because of them and sometimes one does not want to be alive also because of them they are never lax in their job they never fatigue and with one heartbeat and the next and then another they come close to a permanent halt so when you count them you begin to grow hesitant because you never know when you or they shall stop so even when one chooses to stay silent a lot is being said if only one is willing and keen enough to listen for what the lips can shape the eyes belie fleeting gestures ragged breaths impulsive irrational movements of the head the fingers the posture the stance the glance i like to call them silent symphonies elusive as they are these silent symphonies are always at work around a sulking child who has been denied an afternoon ice cream around a giddy fiance waiting for the wedding day around a grieving widow a couple who have fallen out or an old woman peacefully knitting sweaters some hear these tunes and some others choose not to and it's not their fault really after all ignorance is bliss at least while well, it's not too late to hear the silent symphony is to move beyond and above the trappings of the mind to see it not as one sees oneself in the mirror but as one sees another person because each individual has their own silent symphony just as one notices the nuanced details on another person's face the few stray hairs stuck to the forehead glistening with sweat the color of irises the shy freckles the quaint moles the wise wrinkles the slight pucker of lips and the souvenirs of long gone acne likewise those who endeavor can discern the concealed motives the rueful nocturnes delirious waltzes love-lorn ballads rebordant concertos somber preludes and nostalgic serenades that float about every person waiting to be heard and at the same time disconcertingly hard to capture perhaps that is the beauty of being human a bittersweet aftertaste both a boon and a bane 
both a blessing and a curse. For to think, to feel, to experience something so deeply, but not let it show to the world, that is something only we humans can do. Whether it harms us or profits us is not for us to know. The walls that we build around ourselves, the poison ivy we grow on it, the barbed wires we attach, everything that we do to hide some part of us deep inside, be it a forgotten promise, a forbidden wish, or crushing guilt. All of these form the lyrics of that silent symphony. And even though we deny it, deep down, we desperately want someone to listen. Not to hear, to listen, to swoon to its rifts, its crescendos, and its even quieter, but certainly present, plea for help. It is true that some people do not let themselves be helped. The mammoth walls around them are seemingly impossible to scale. But does that mean that they shouldn't be helped? Answer me this. Do the parents of a ceaselessly mewling baby not cradle and soothe it just because it wouldn't stop crying? I think I need not spell out the answer. What must be realized is that each one of us is flawed, that to judge oneself is more worthwhile than judging others. And whatever be the reason, whatever be the repercussion, help, even silent help when sought, must be delivered. But what after that? Undoubtedly, good begets good, and yet help begets expectation because every human interaction is an exchange a transaction and sooner or later the debt must be repaid imagine a packed theater bursting into thunderous applause after the epic climax of a sonata that is the musician's true reward But as is pretty evident by now, the performance we are discussing here was never even meant to be heard in the first place. It was, after all, a silent symphony. And thus, would it be easy for the one who was helped to be as generous in their expression of gratitude as is expected by the helper? Also, Would it be wrong on the part of the helper to expect a just reciprocation for a deed only they could have done? Because remember, they alone caught the elusive notes of that silent symphony. And that brings us to the final underlying dilemma. One that vexes and is yet an inextricable attribute peculiar to humanity. The desire for validation, the need to be seen, to be heard, to be acknowledged and appreciated. It resonates with both the benefactor and the beneficiary. Both deem themselves 
deserving of each other's validation in their own way so what then is the tiebreaker how then to dissolve such a deadlock the very humanness of such a scenario makes it a paradox that perplexes our reason and rationale because with every person's perspective comes a different rendition of that symphony but then perhaps in that individuality lies the answer if we were gracious enough to detect and listen to each other's silent symphonies perhaps then and only then the world we live in would be a better place yes you have survived through that recording and i am mighty grateful to you for having been so patient and it's been a wonderful time reading this entry to you guys and i hope to see you soon emphasize emphasis on the word hope <clears throat> yes you know me by now so take very good care of yourselves my earthlings and goodbye earth for now goodbye